good time of day, depending on where you are. Tonight on Ma's Garage, Justice closing its brick and mortar, moving all sales online only. What does this mean for you and your tweens? Exchanges, orders, and returns. Find out tonight on Ma's Garage. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, uh, wait. We're talking about justice, right? That's wait, topic wait, this week. wait. You're talking justice, like the the tween clothing store. Yeah, what other kind of justice is there? Like justice and ethics, like right and wrong, like law and order. Yeah, like that's like that TV show. Kind of, kind of, but also like more like what that TV show is about, like like what Crick was saying, like right and wrong, like who deserves and who does not. Uh, I mean, I guess like Batman. Yeah, something something closer to that. And maybe King Leonidas, who goes into the death pit and who stays out. What's the right way to act when injustice is witnessed? What do you do when two different individuals' definitions? Of justice contradict and who or what defines our ethics in today's episode we'll explore these grab a log come join us by the fire that's very interesting so you're talking about like someone that witnesses in action that could be defined as injustice or justice and how they define what they perceive yeah very, very interesting. I guess it would, my question would be, okay. what are the conditions and what is the action that just happened? Like, were you at your local grocery store and you witnessed someone that legitimately like trailed someone and pickpocket, pickpocketed them? Or did you follow them to the point that the person that they pickpocketed actually stole something from the pickpocketer? And that's why they were just stealing their stuff back. But you only saw the part that they pickpocketed the person or you saw the entire thing that they got stolen from and they stole their stuff back. Therefore, them doing their form of justice in I'm going to steal my stuff back. So you stole from me and I'm going to steal back from you. That's kind of like, I think it would really just depend on like what the action was that they witnessed. And in terms of like, if it's something that like, oh, that happens all the time, or if it's something that, oh, I should definitely tell the police about this, or if it's something that you witness that you just should not have witnessed and someone witnesses you witnessing what you should not have witnessed. And now it becomes a tale of, do you keep your mouth shut to save your life? Or do you open your mouth and risk your life? do the right thing and well, what is question. the right thing sometimes it doesn't even take that much for people not to step in a lot of people just don't want to waste their time or don't want to put in the effort or don't think it's their problem you know what i mean there's so much aspect to that like it doesn't need to be someone threatening them they just don't care yeah like, doesn't, doesn't I've, like i've literally been at like i've been in grocery stores where like people will just like be a little bit rude to each other like in like their family and i'm just like it's not my problem. It's not my family. It, I don't know those people. As long as they're not attacking me and they're not like harming my being, I have no reason to. You do you. Mm-hmm. 
that's where it's like when does it branch out from being a personal sense of justice to more of a society sense of justice because i'd say it's kind of when it involves more than one person you know what i mean like if it's just a self like if it only affects you it's an act that only affects you that other people don't agree with then that's not their problem because that's an ethic that battle that you have to have within yourself but once you start exactly. affecting other people or you know affecting other people negatively yeah and it, that's it where depends on how it's that. affecting those other people because it'd be weird but like and it's hard for me to think of an example but like if something happens that negatively so like what comes to mind is like the story and i well it's it was based on true events but uh you guys ever see the movie uh pain and gain no Mm -mm. so pain and gain it was uh with the rock and i think mark Wahlberg. i think for the second guy if it wasn't him it was someone else but basically they uh it was based on true events these people basically like robbed a like highly successful person down in mexico's identity through like illegal means they like took that they like kidnapped them basically like tortured them and forced them into like signing over their entire like estate to these people and it was like a whole big deal because like the movie came out and it rubbed the family the wrong way where the movie makers just wanted to like show the story like yes it was a little comical and the topic on at hand is not as comical because you think about like the drama and the trauma that like the family went through and it is definitely unfortunate but it really brings to light like anyone can do this like anyone can target anyone in this world and it comes down to you do you have the security to fend off such attack that's that's any uh you know adaptation of a real life story into a movie it's based on a true story that is like the most lightest term that you can say like there's no justice done to a lot of those stories because it's like it's done with the liberties of making a movie you have to make it more entertaining in the eyes of the person making it and more appealing to it's a broader be thing sellable. it's like you picked mm-hmm. that story for a reason you know what i mean like you didn't just spin a wheel you picked that story because for some reason it had a message it's like life's it's already- hot. It's you Hollywood's know. nice way of saying, sorry, your story was too boring. We had to add more explosions. To, right. a de- to a degree. And I mean, like, at the end of it, like, they get caught. So at the it's not right. like they got away with it. Like, they got away with it for, like, a time. And then eventually it caught up, which, thankfully, you're not watching a movie of people legitimately stealing someone's identity and getting away with it. Like, that's just messed up. But which it does happen, happen. every yeah. single day. Yeah. Identity that's the world we live in. And- like... You guys ever Especially get these? Ca- you guys digital. ever get these calls that like the IRS has like frozen your social security number? I've had them take over my computer <laughs> and threaten to not free my computer unless I gave them like five hundred dollars because they said they worked for Dell. Uh huh. Uh huh. I was just like, no, no. And then when I told yeah, him no, like- he got mad and started yelling at me that like I was just wouldn't pay and that it's all my fault for getting all these viruses on my computer and mm-hmm. yeah. Oh no! Fuck that! Like I. I I am deleting and I'm blocking and I'm reporting. I'm not, a, like 
nothing. They, they hide who they are. They they oh, call they try. you. They yeah, try. Oh, yeah. It's sketchy. They, like, they got even, a game, but it's like yeah. even like um, a friend of mine, like not that long ago, like um, these people called and like sounded legit. Like like her story on Facebook said that these people sounded legit, which was the scariest part. That like even she who lives with them current or was there with them at the time that like like she took the call and like it sounded legit like after like her mom was scared like she took the call and it sounded legit she's like this actually like you might actually owe this money but then luckily i think they did their research and they were like oh this is an actual like this is an ongoing scam that we're finding evidence of so they were like eventually they're like no this isn't real like it sounds legit but you can say the right things thankfully that like you don't have to fall for it per se yeah and thank, other thankfully that like they did not fall for it there's other ones too where for people who are trying to get who need a job like there's craigslist ads where they'll be like hey i need an assistant to take care of my financial needs while i'm out of the country um i'm gonna send you a check i need you to cash it for me and you can keep part of it in your bank but i need you to send me the rest of it back to me in this other country and so you go to your bank oh, and you, wow. you do all this and you cash the check and it clears and it, you keep part of the money, you send it off. Well, then a week or two later, when that, when they try to clear off that money, that money's not accounted for. So you are now accountable because you cash that check at your bank for that entire yeah. sum and you've already sent some of it away. And I had an ex who almost, you know, almost fell for it because she needed a job. You know, we had a kid, we needed money and it's like, you know, times are rough and people do things and people take advantage of that. You know, people take advantage of that. That was almost identical to like, I I think I might've been telling you guys that like, I found an ad on that was like posted on Instagram about like getting paid to have a sticker placed on your car that like Bud Light was going to have, but Bud Light had this campaign that like you like submitted your information and then they are, they were like, well, how it worked was they sent me a check for like 3000 and some dollars. They were like, you got to go and you got to deposit this at your ATM. Do not talk to a real person. Like it's got to only be, you have to show us a picture of the ATM receipt. And I went into the bank and I talked to a real person and I was like, is this a real check? And it's not, it is absolutely not. So then I called the bank that the check was from and they're like, yeah, this is a ongoing scam. Like you are definitely not alone. Like we've already had like 200 plus cases. And I'm just like, that is mind blowing that it has grown to that level, but desperate times are desperate times. Like someone probably legitimately like, that was the, that was the, that was the, that was the, th- that was the deal. Like, I'm going to give you this money, which at first when I signed up, I was under the impression I was going to be getting a check for 500. So the 3000 was already a red flag, but they're like, take this, deposit it into your bank. And that's going to be your first month's payment, as well as the payment to place the decal on your car. After you have sent us a picture of the deposit receipt, we will send you a phone number that you are going to call. And that's going to be the service that's going to come and put the decal on your car. Well, I never sent them the receipt. So they never gave me that phone number, but <laughs> I turned everything into the police. I turned the check, the, the, the paper that was poorly printed, like legitimately, like it was it, like the paper was running out of ink. Like the, like they didn't even care to have a full, a fully inked, printer to print this out like a company like bud light is gonna make sure that all of the ink is there 
Well, and, and that's where you can think like lying and scamming is bad and wrong. But now there's people who you can watch on YouTube and different things that go and scam scammers and mm-hmm. go and take so money from them and shut it's them down and yeah. do things that aren't ethically moral in every sense, but they're doing it to shut down people who are already hurting others. The right reasons. Right. How do you guys Robin feel? Hood do you yeah. Guys, yeah, yeah. Do you, like, how do you guys feel about that whole deal that just happened with Robin Hood and GameStop? Oh, with like the Reddit and the online markets and, yeah. the, and the inside sharing. I mean, they, the uh, Wall Street's been doing that for years, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, like, like, like they're talking about like targeting hedge fund managers, which hedge fund managers have existed for countless years. Like it's just that, another way to accumulate income and to accumulate wealth. Right, and like, they're just pissed that the general populace is doing it because before it was just the fat cats on Wall Street taking advantage of the system. When and now the it's general these other populace gets together and does what it did, which mm-hmm. is something that doesn't ever happen, right? Mm-hmm. But, but as a result, it stops the hedge fund it managers. It scares them. But then, like, if they mm-hmm. never did that, the hedge fund managers would have made the millions that they were expecting to make. I, I mean, I get exactly. it. And that's kind of where it brings to the question, like who's in the right and who's in the wrong? Like are the hedge, right. ma- are the hedge fund managers who are legitimately trained to do this? Is that wrong? The way that they're shorting these stocks and the way that they're like taking advantage of this system that's existed for hundreds of years, anyone can be an investor. So anyone can have an investment half of the United States didn't have as strongly of an opinion because a lot of our investments are centered in hedge funds that we don't even really know about. It's just mm-hmm. the, our, our investment, po- our retirement portfolios that how people like invest their money and stuff. Like they're just, they're centered in all these different funds. So if you're going to, if you're going to target this one section of this market, like, Who's to say how much time it's going to be before you start targeting another section? Like well, who's, who's to, like, who's to say that Reddit's going to rally mm-hmm. together and bring down the crypto market? They're going to be like, don't ever buy crypto. Like crypto is a scam, which a lot of people have already said, but it's already been proven. And who knows and who, who doesn't? But it's desperation anyway. again. People want money. People see people get rich. You know what I mean? And a lot but of I... people have invested it into crypto and crypto has continued to grow. I think the issue with it is, though, is the fact that they could shut it down so that the hedge fund managers could still trade it, but the general populace couldn't trade it. That's where the right. issue came in. It's it been comes, going on. It comes already, down yeah. to the hedge fund managers work one way that's a little bit different and a little bit the same at the same time as like the general populace in terms of like buy low, sell high. In what way? I would have to really do research on like how a hedge fund actually works. I just know that like, like me personally. A hedge fund is just a basket of stocks, isn't it? To the best of my knowledge. I mean, like I said, I don't know a lot, so, a, a lot about it, but it's to, to the best but, of my knowledge, it's just multiple portfolios that are in these specific sectors. But if they're allowed to short the stock, why isn't the general populace allowed to buy that up at such cheap price in such bulk they like are. they are? But the thing is, like, the more the general populace buys of it, it raises the price. Exactly. So and why when the, hedge, sh- the hedge fund managers are banking on it falling, 
Well, the issue is too, though, so, is like when so they're when, not allowed to lose. Well, when it and this is what happened recently when the price of Sorry, the doesn't fall and you can't short your investment, your investment is null. It like th like th they don't have the ability to sell and gain that money back in that in terms of that difference and. At the at the at the price that at the price that they pay, they'd be they'd be paying that high end of the market. Well, part of the issue is too, though, is that like the individual person doesn't have the type of capital to make change, like to make a difference in the stock market. You're not increasing stock oh, wages no. usually from the little money that you buy. But somebody with these exactly. big funds and these big monies who have a chance to to do exactly what these people did, if they had the money to do that on their own and put that all into one stock, they could influence that stock. Because based on just their own investment. But that's where these people on Reddit are doing something that other people have been doing on a solo scale on a more uh, scale by working together and pooling the funds and saying, hey, let's all bet on this. Hey, let's all do this just like they were doing. Because we know what's going to happen if we do this. You know what I mean? And that's the same thing with these people who have enough money to do that is they go, I know what will happen if I put half a billion dollars into this. Mm -hmm. Or people are going to say, wow, that's going up. I want to put more money into that. And then yeah, why, just cash why do out. they get to do it knowing what they're doing and, and nobody think, else has to play it as a gamble? I think it because now I we're think working together. It recently came out that one of the people that was in one of the people that was involved that put in like a decent amount of money, like bought GameStop extremely low. And then when it rose to like its $300 price, like I think he bought like a thousand dollars of it or something like that. And he got it at like $10 a share and then $300 a share that he made so much money and he used a lot of that money and like donated a lot of it and like used it for like community development, which I thought was amazing. That's phenomenal. Yes. That's phenomenal. Like that's where the money I feel like is one of the things that blurs that line between right and long so much because oh, yeah. like, it's usually the biggest, that's usually the thing that starts a lot of the conversation where things yeah. need to and be. And it's because as much, up, as, much as we want to believe that we don't need money to survive, you need a level of money to survive. You well, do. And some of the most and, like and charitable extent. things don't make money. Some of the things that we need most of the money to go to doesn't make money and isn't the most like financially like no. worth thing to invest into. But on a personal level, on a social level, that is the thing that we need to invest money into. And it's like, it's our, where we put our put our, our clothes that we That's, wear are not government funded whatsoever. The money that we pay for the clothes that we wear every single day all goes to a different business and a different corporation. But it's affected by their trade embargoes. <laughs> it's affected by who they let us do deals with and who they give prices to of and course. who they give tax cuts from and where we get our products from in the first place. You know, so that even brings in that question of right and wrong of where we, you know, where we get our clothes. Do we just put up with it because we know that people are getting paid less and we're losing jobs in our country as a whole, mm -hmm. but we can't, we don't want to pay more for it because we don't make more. We don't make enough money because we don't have jobs to do it. You know, and it's a full circle mm -hmm. and, I was and actually, other people I was, are treated like shit for it. And I was actually just reading an article or, uh, earlier in uh, one of the news, one of like one of like the news, like, subscriptions that i'm part of or that i that i have or whatever and um like the u.s is down like nine point some million jobs on the year like due to like covid and a, but like a bunch of like a lot of companies have been mass hiring so that number has been decreasing but it still 
started significantly high. So we're nowhere near it hitting zero. Well, there's I mean, new jobs that have out of COVID too. never going to hit zero, but even as far as like getting it out of the six figures and into like the five and four figures. Well, what did you say, Craig? Or what? <laughs> Sorry, Smokey, Smokey talked about the guy from Reddit who donated a bunch of his money and it made me think that, you know, a lot of people look at donating as like a charitable donation as a tax deduction thing. Like mm-hmm. how can they create, how can it be used as an investment? But I guess the only investment is supposed to be how these celebrities, you feel you made a difference afterwards, right? These well, celebrities, sense, what is a donation? What are you donating to? Right. These celebrities so have much you figured out the algorithm true. to where they donate so much of their money to charity because it's all a tax deduction. Yeah, only up to a certain amount. At least when I when I learned it to a percentage $5, of their total income. I've been told which you if you make multiple millions, fifteen percent is a significant amount. That is huge. I've been told though you can for a donation, you, know, so you can even take taxes. that and just give that to one of your homies. You can be like give twenty thousand dollars to one of your homies and just like write it off as oh, that, was, that was a donation. I gave it to him to start something up and that was a fund. Yeah, like, I thought yeah, I thought there has to be there has to be a stipulation. Like you can't just like like a gift is a gift, but you can't like write off a gift. You don't have to do yeah, anything with it. He say you can say he's gonna start a business with it, but he can but, just pocket it. It's you know? that's the thing. Like, in order for income, it to be a deduction, though, there has to be paperwork behind it. Same for him. For your I guess he'll get he'll get taxed on it, but he'll still get the yes. twenty grand. Yeah, like that's where you 18, have the paperwork 16. so that you don't they won't get, get the, yeah. on it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, just pass around money, and then he gives you another twenty grand back, so you're only down like eighteen forty. Grand. I think I think it's funny because like I think there were some memes going around that like the guy that like did that like was like the, a modern day Robin Hood that he like stole this money from like this scheme and like gave it back to the community stole made 100 percent legally he did he did actually that's yeah, basically it was he, real he, life he bought Hood. stock low he sold it high that's 100 percent right. legal that's where i feel like the justice comes in is like when you start taking off the people who have money you know what i mean when you start taking money out of their pockets and i feel like we saw that a lot more with the COVID and stuff too is just like yeah like that's where it's like well now we're gonna watch you you know what I mean it's like they're doing every little thing they have the lawyers to get them out of everything and know how to do all the taxes everything everything they know the game they know how to play the game you have to have protection you can't just be nude in this in this world anymore you have to have it's it's protection I, I feel like they're petty though I feel like a lot of it is petty it's very petty. To right. a degree, it can be, but having protection on your back is not petty. No, it's not. Not, not how you protect- use wearing abortion. a bulletproof vest is not petty. Not the protection, but sometimes the reason to have the protection is petty. Like what people will go after each other for. If it was you know like, I mean? if it was like a personal dispute, yes, I can understand that. Like you stole your neighbor's cow. And your neighbor's about to bring in the National Guard to get his cow back. 
So you brought like Japan to help you with like ninjas and stuff. Ninjas versus ninjas versus cows. It'll be like it'll be like that movie Cowboys versus Aliens, but it'll be ninjas versus cows. I never saw no, no, that. No, no, no. Really versus the National Guard. I haven't it'll be they World haven't War II. World, World, World War II all over again. It's, it'll be, a, it's it'll how, be a redo of World War II. It's how but you use just, that power, though. You can't say that it's just fine to have that power because, like, one thing that big corporations do with that is they will literally, if you if you try to sue them, they will oh, they take lore. you to court oh. and, bur- and bleed you dry and bleed oh, you out of money yeah, so you can't afford to go after them anymore. Oh, and they yeah. don't care. They spent $2 million. They have a lawyer on retainer, so they probably didn't even spend that. And you're broke. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you have a just cause for why you are calling them out. But you can't even get your point across because they've just got too much money to throw at it. Yep. How is that fair? In our justice system, that happens every day in America. There How are is a that lot just? of instances. There are a lot of that? instances of that, and it is stupid, unfortunate. Like that's but, a flaw in the system. Well, that's where it comes down to, like, like the whole like Aaron Brockovich deal, like gaining the support. Like, and then she was, and then with the support, she was able to take down this corporation. That's where you have to have the eyes on it, where everybody's got to be seeing it. Like, that's where I get, it comes into justice. Who, like, who controls the media, controls like, the populace. Someone might not help, but if somebody else is watching them not help, then they might help, which is weird. Like, if it, why does it matter more to you that somebody else is watching you not do it? Shouldn't you it goes care back, more? It goes back that to you're not doing it? that injustice or injustice right. per se. But why does their perception and why does them seeing you do it like like I had this the other day where I, I, I was it wasn't so much like a justice thing, but it was I was driving to work and I saw a small fire in like a in this little like canal kind of thing, the cement canal. And I was like, that's weird. There's nobody around. And it was like these leaves on fire. And for a second, I was like, do I call the fire department? And I'm like, someone else probably. Did. And I was like, no. Like, who cares if somebody else had called it? Like, I'm also going to call, make sure that the fire gets picked yeah. up because I can't go stop and do it myself. And it's right. like, I don't, I had whatever reason that dumb thought came in my head to not call. I had to push it out and go, no, do something. This is your community. This is your society. Like, that's not fair. If someone, there was a fire by your house, you'd want someone to call on it. And who's to like, say it was someone that accidentally started that fire and it grew out of control and they ran to get some help. And I'm pretty sure it was too, because like it was in a canal, no one was around it. There was, and it was starting to get bigger and bigger and it was. And, but it also could have been like, there's like 20 some mile an hour winds going around. And it could have like, I saw a post that like, um, it was like, uh, I think someone like they didn't, I, well, she said in her post that someone started a fire, but like, it didn't look like someone had like a campfire per se. It looked like something had started like a brush fire. And then the brush fire had spread because of the 20 mile an hour winds. Well, that happens from the simple, cause I didn't know much about forest fires until living out here in Colorado because Michigan, it's so wet. Like that's not a thing. You know what I mean? Like once in a while I see a fire, but it's out. I think last here, year we learned how easy wildfire spread. Yeah. It's it, it it's they start from the simplest things too. They like I learned this this year is they start from cigarette butts. They yep. start from gun shell casings. Yep. They start from chains dragging too far off of a trailer on the ground. Anything sparks go flying. That generates a spark. One little spark, and then that's all it takes. You know, and, and this is just, and that's that's all you need for survival is just one spark on flammable <laughs> material. Ooh. Yeah, and sometimes you can't even make that happen when you need it the most. But then sometimes it's so simple it can destroy everything. 
because once it happens and no one's around to witness it who's going to stop it right like how, how can you human- stop what you don't know about and what you haven't witnessed how many Unless- human induced wildfires do you think happened like way back in native american days just from a flint rock um, or a- or not an as arrow much, missing actually. And hitting a rock. <laughs> I don't think not. I don't think as much because I feel like in history would have we would have learned more about like wildfires. But I, I feel know. like Wild the Native Americans have... were more in tune with the land that they didn't that leave fires thought. going, and because civilization wasn't a thing, I don't think they had these. But not when they, they first found fire, warming and not when they first found fire, they didn't winds. know how dangerous it was. You know what I mean? That's so of course, too. when they first found it, they were catching everything on fire because fucking oh, fire is cool. You're gonna be like, oh, what's fire do to this thing? What's fire do to this thing? You know what I mean? Just and like wildfires, wildfires are natural, like parts of the earth. Like why? Well, I mean, while it's yes. rotating, that's what it does. It lightning strikes and sets fire. It burns everything. It's good turns for the it forest. To ash, it yeah. fertilizes it, and then new it's a natural cycles. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So maybe they looked at it that way too. It could be. Yeah, there are. Con- I think there are that. controlled burns and like farming and stuff like that where they do that on purpose Probably. too. Where like you, makes- like we society utilizes that same concept. Mm-hmm. You see it all the time in like agri- ag- agriculture. Okay. Hmm. It's an interesting concept. I know. People, like, people are and, awesome. and especially think about like they crop dust, they inject, they, they utilize all <laughs> these like harmful chemicals that like if a human were to breathe them in, but these chemicals are meant to actually like protect the food per se. Yeah. And, well, another thing we're learning more too is you don't always need the hazardous chemicals. Like, this is something I've learned with cannabis is like, yeah, all these companies can use all these like different pesticides and all these different things because it works really well. But if you try a little bit harder, you can use a lot of natural remedies to scare away the same, like the same things, you know what I mean? So it's like, and they don't know the long-term effects of some of the stuff that they put in to take care of these crops. You know what I mean? It's like, we are the guinea pigs for a lot of stuff. Like people don't think about that with society. Like, oh, this is perfect. And they're giving it to us. And it's good. No, like we are the test subjects, right? Like, right. You know, like birth control, everything. Like we are the test subjects, you know? Absolutely. but that's where it's like, there are ways around it and there are people who focus on it. And that's where it's like, is the dollar important or is this something I'd want to consume for my body? And that's what I want to sell, you know? And it's, it's that perspective that decides how you approach the thing. We're going to be man-made mutants or <laughs> offspring. Give it, give it enough time. I think that, Especially, especially going through and watching Full Metal Alchemist and thinking about different topics, like we're not going to be a hundred percent human bodies forever. Oh no, we're all we already, as soon as, as, soon Look, as we have the option not. for a cool robot arm, people are going to start chopping them off on purpose. You know what you've I mean? Got, it's not going to be a. You've got metal in your leg, don't you? Yeah, titanium rod going straight through my yep. bone. Yeah, you know, some I'm, people have like prosthetics and stuff. So like there's already, aids, there's already a level of glasses, like, we're not like 100% yep. human bodies. But Blades. soon enough, it's going to be to a level of like actual like surgical like connect- enhancements. Well, that brings up an ethics Augmentations. That's what I was looking for. That brings up an ethics question that one of my professors brought to me. 
Like, so once that starts happening and you can start getting different augments in your body, you know what I mean? How does that affect something like the NFL? You know, like, Oh, that's a great question. I can replace my arm and now I can throw yeah. 80 yards like nothing. Can I still play in the NFL? Or I'm technically think of like a know, running back that has like, this oh, it's like steroids tank first, right? on their arm yeah. norm. that all oh, you try and tackle that person that, that they're going to run that. They're going to run this tank into my, into my rib cage and break like five of my ribs. Right. We're going to live the video game life. It literally is like, the, like that movie gamer. Almost to a almost to a level yeah. of of gamer where like you're just our bodies are just surrogates per se. Virtual be, is just getting us ready for it. It'll be just like the world. It'll be a technological arms race. So it's the same it thing is. with everybody in every avenue. It's like, oh, did you see the update that they just released? Oh, if you want to be up at your job, you got to go get that new eye update so that you can see better, so you can keep up with everybody else at work. And it's like, yeah. that's going to suck. I'm honestly kind of surprised <laughs> that other countries are not like sending ships, like sending spaceships to Mars, like Elon Musk has been doing with Tesla or with uh, SpaceX. Just say they haven't. Who's to say they haven't been? We haven't it heard of it. It just hasn't been it, reported. Though. We've probably noticed My that. God. Maybe. There's and gonna, everybody we're gonna, everybody so, in North Korea thinks Kim Jong came up with the hot dog. Enough time <laughs> is going to pass, and eventually, like, the uh, the rover that's up on Mars right now is going to come onto a part of Mars that, like, Japan has already inhabited and has inhabited for, like, 50 years. <laughs> There's domes right. and houses. Exactly. It's just a full society up like, there. We're they're just like, going to be like, what took you guys so long? Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be like, dude, we came here after the Vietnam War. Like, where have you been? Plane uh, fly too high. I think that goes into two why more people to do it. It goes back That's, into money. Like, awesome. Elon Musk may be doing it. Story maybe doing it for like travel and to make money that way possibly. But I feel like a lot of people who do space travel and more of that do it for the knowledge aspect. Like mm-hmm. that's the oh reason God, yes. for going I mean, into I'm just, it. It's I'm not a financial another, gain. I'm giving it another like 10, 15 years. There's going to be commercial spacecraft going to and from Mars. There they said are. a hotel. They're sold. Yeah, there's a hotel oh, that was supposed to, to be up in to the Mars. next. No, I haven't heard that. Well, no, there'll be a floating hotel in orbit supposedly in the next like 15 20 years as well so like a floating like space hotel it's literally just like like all the space literally like the premise of future we have a space station out there right now we have a the international space station that floats in the same thing you just got to make sure that the things that are in orbit don't increase speed because they're all floating around each other at the same speed but it's as soon as something picks up speed and starts to go faster that's when it starts tearing through other stuff in orbit Mm -hmm. yeah and that's going to be crazy when that's going to define difference between true wealth. Yeah. Living in space or living on the planet. Yeah. Like all the TV shows have been warning us. Even if it gets, if it gets to that point that people can, because I, I'm, I guarantee there are people out in this world that would leave the planet earth in a heartbeat to go live on Mars. If it's, if it's actually livable. You're going to grow when I say this, but going into that we're going to need something like a space force you know what i mean oh absolutely right and that's where we're going to need that something to actually keep right and wrong keep ethics in space of like you know what's okay out there you have right exactly it's a new platform yeah what's going to happen when like we actually nobody's watching you 24 7 what's going to happen when you have this development on this neutral territory and other people like 
I guarantee you. How long will there are other neutral? beings out or does in it space just from Earth? There are other, we? like we are not the only beings in this universe. There right. are other beings in this universe, and we are going to we are going to interact with them by doing this venture by exposing ourselves to this degree that we have never exposed ourselves to before. Exactly. Right. Just simply by having somebody or something on Mars puts us in a new point of potential contact exactly. with something out there. And then they're and the talking they're, and then they're talking about going places. um after Mars, I think um uh, I think I don't think is I I think Saturn may be inhabitable. But I think Venus is def is inhabitable. So they're talking about going to these uh, going to the next planets that are inhabitable and doing the same thing. Venus? Oh, inhabitable. Is Venus inhabitable? None are inhabitable. Well, in a sense, it depends what you mean by habitable. Well, I think, I, I, if, yeah. I, if I remember right, I think Saturn is mostly gas. Right. Or no, I think Saturn, Jupiter yeah. is mostly gas. I think Saturn, oh, may, that's what I think. I think, and I think Saturn and Saturn may be, in, may be habitable. And I think it's Jupiter that is mostly gas and in, inhabitable. Because you can't live on a gas. We actually don't know what the surface of Jupiter looks like. We haven't right. been there. Never been able to see it through all the clouds on there and stuff. That's very true because of the gas. Yeah, we'd have to put like a we'd have to like put a, a ship going through it to like oh god, it's probably just like what if we made no a ship one even that knows. could land on it? We could you know we could design a ship that could land and be buoyant on if we could know its density. We could make it where we could walk on it if we make boots that can walk on that density. Just because it's gas doesn't mean we have to. You know what I mean? We could just change how we approach it. Who's to say other or uh, other beings have an establishment and it's just covered by the gas right now, <laughs> right? Son, son, Kevin, you said too. Um, I, I keep thinking about it. You said it's like the Wild West, and that's a term that you hear all the time when something is just lawless, when something's just mm -hmm. reckless, is this wild west. You that's, know that's how no it was back in the day. You, you, just had, you just had the sheriff. and right. Who's going to stand up to me? When the towns were so sp spread out and so far apart, they, it was going to take days before anybody else knew what happened. So if you killed yeah. everybody right. in town, man, your problem's solved. Like, <laughs> right. You know? And it's... What is right and wrong then? Is it up to who's uh, left standing? You know what I mean? And like that's such right. an interesting part of time because we, we always call back to it. It's like, that's like the Wild West. You know, that's what we say the cannabis industry when it started off here. It's like the Wild West out here. That's like all Because there, was, there too, wasn't though, right? as much regulation. So anyone right. could pretty much do whatever they wanted as long as they weren't right. like killing people. Exactly. What'd you the say, Victor's Kev? The victors tell the stories, right? Yep. It's always yep. the Wild West until there's one standing. That's right. And that's where we've glorified the criminals too. You know, I mean, look at all these like criminals from like the Wild West time. There, there's books, there's all this thing that these deep stories and conspiracies mm -hmm. about their whole lives and like it's it, it, it's a whole it, it's a whole fantasy aspect of like wanting to live in the Wild West, like live in this old school saloon, live in this old school like time, because it's like showing appreciation cool. to the to the oh, yeah. heritage of where where we've come from it comes i mean okay. you, you think about like yes. back in those times like the rail was just becoming a thing 
So that's why like cars weren't things. Horse, everyone rode horseback. Like, like, and like they Crick, were getting like, the rail like from said. one side it was of the literally country all the way to the other. Between towns where with an automobile today, you can get, you, you can go that same distance in Dude. hours. I, I was thinking about that like yesterday when I was like, I really don't want to go drive to this other store in a different town to pick up this thing because the store in my town didn't have it. And I'm like, dude, you're driving like 10 miles in 20 minutes. Like, what are you complaining about? Because like back then, dude, they, it, that took days. Like even just a, even a 20 minute or 10 miles took them like a couple hours. And it's oh, like, yeah. I'm I mean, upset because I got to take 20 minutes. Think out of about my day. how long like, it takes you to walk a mile. Yeah. And then multiply oh, that by 10. Spoiled. Spoiled. <laughs> and then add breaks because mm. you ain't going to walk 10 miles straight without having to piss. Or the cart break in or something happened to one of the horses or, yeah. Like, and that's, yeah, that's why you had to like defend your stagecoach. Like you had to like, God forbid someone like wanted to like steal your shit. Right. Everybody wanted to steal your shit then. Oh, yeah. You know? Yep, because they were they ran out of shit because they didn't plan right, <laughs> so they need your shit. You know, and everyone, 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 was, exactly. stealing. everyone people, was just stealing everyone's shit. Right, people get testy when survival's on the line. But that's the thing; they were doing it to survive. Yeah, and that's where nature comes in. You know what I mean? Like animals, do they have ethics and right and wrong? Do they have a justice system? Like, you know what I mean? They nothing that bug didn't do anything to them that they just ate. They ate it because they're hungry. You know what I mean? Like. I have the most that I can say in terms of that is that animals do have adopted the idea of scaring in terms of justice and ethics. So what I mean by that are like animals that prey on other animals that will leave carcasses per se of said animal, said insect, whatever, so that when the other insects of that same species see those carcasses it scares them really i did not know that that's super interesting i know that like i know that like there's a species of like ants that um that do that where like they like pick apart i think it might be like something to the level of like a civil war between ants like they yeah, will like like they they will pick apart the bodies of these be of these um species and they will just leave the carcasses interesting yeah it was really interesting to learn about yeah. like i was just i was just like whoa don't the killer hornets do that too they decapitate regular honeybees or regular bumblebees oh yeah and i think, and I think and then there's a um there's like a jap there's like a japanese kill killer hornet that i think uh kev is talking about that um it would like it would it would essentially like have its net have its hive in like a crevice so that these um these um or no that was the way to that was the way to that that's the way that um some of these asian cultures have combated like killer bees is that you have these um, ants that have made like a hive that or have like simulated a hive. And then when the bee comes into the crevice, all the ants like jump on the bee and like take apart the bee piece by piece so that the bee can't escape. That's awesome. But it's a killer bee that like kills any other species. Condor clone jutsu. Right. 
yeah it's re- literally dogs on a more positive note they have i mean depending on which where you take it dogs have ethics as well and probably other pets because it's like there are certain dogs with they're trained right you know what i mean that if a little kid's pulling on their ears or pulling on their lip or pulling on their nose they'll never bite that kid they mm-hmm. know better than to bite that kid and will walk away but there's some other dogs you touch them wrong and they're gonna flip out on you mm-hmm. you know what i mean they it, have a sense of right and to, wrong and what to do it comes down to how they're trained and especially like canine and how pers- ethical that training canine is yeah. animals per se have pack mentality as well so i think that's where some of their ethics comes into play is in terms of like a like um a dog that's properly trained considers its trainer as part of its pack and it will support its pack member so when you have a kid that's pulling on the dog's ears or whatever the whatever the case the kid is also part of the pack the dog knows to protect the kid because the kid's part of the pack it's the same way our ethics work you know that's humans are pack mentality the same way that's the only reason that we they can in be certain ways they can be or you could be, or you could be that. someone that is a lone wolf and doesn't have a pack same with a dog yeah but yeah you still have to interact. You can't just go into a store butt naked and sit that's on That's true. That's you know what I mean? that like, is true. You got to have like, some kind of ethics. To anyone with that believes that they can live in this world without having to interact with another human being, those are the people that are going to go to Mars, <laughs> or maybe a further away planet, <laughs> because then they're going to go to a place that is all similar views. They all had the similar. They all had the shared idea of leaving planet Earth for a new adventure enjoy the gray suit and then whatever the case is up there if you have your own privacy your own property give it 20 some years the the other grassy was talking about this on uh uh on like traveling space and people who want to get sent into space uh and like he's like, I'd love to go to space and get sent on my own trip and travel for years on end because I, I love solitude. Just gave me a book and a couple of good like Netflix episodes. And in some sense, watch Netflix up there, right? In some sense, I get that. You know it. what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's the day after. I like being solo and I like being Sorry, on my own. In charge. But I think that's only when you have the option to do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, once you're forced to be alone or once you can't have the option to go so talk to somebody at the minute exactly like everybody's so happy when mentality. they get a choice right exactly and like once you have have to be alone i don't think people are gonna like it so much and I that's where like i think anymore. covid really pushed people because it was a forced isolation that you have to force yourself to quarantine you have to be in your home you can't be doing these and you can't be doing that but you can do this it's essential but that's all you can do and then there's a curfew you can't be out past this time like there was a bunch of rules that no one had asked for and then the rules kept changing too and then that's another thing that was another that was another factor like it's like okay moving target Two weeks ago, I didn't have to wear a mask. Now, two weeks later, I have to wear a mask. Now, two weeks later, you're going to be asking me that I have to wear boots. Like, what? Well, like, what's going on? 
It's like every other week we're going back to work in two weeks, two weeks. Uh, nah, it's another two weeks. Well, that's if everybody would listen Hell to yeah. the rules like some other countries did. We wouldn't have to prolong it more. You know what I mean? Like, because the thing is, is people weren't paying attention to a lot of those rules. People weren't like abiding by and... it. So we're in a worse situation than we were in the first place. Oh my God. And it's like, it was just not handled well. No. It's and just, I, I, I had a didn't want to make decisions. Has anyone like, looked at what the numbers show on the state of Texas that has been restriction free for the last, I think, like week? Like no. how many cases in this week of being free? How many new cases? No. I don't know either. I'd have to I'd have to look it up. But, but, the, fact that, but the fact that it's not being televised, it can't be very high. Right. Because but I mean, that's just, you said you, have you been watching the news, but you also said you haven't looked it up. So you can't, that's well, I feel like dangerous I thinking. I would have just jumped. I would have, I would have seen something through my news outlets. Like, but if of, you haven't searched it, you can't just expect it to come to you. No, but like, like my news subscription service that I, that I'm subscribed to, like they would have taught, like they talk about the high numbers of COVID and they talk about like the different things that are going on. So I feel like they would have covered it if the numbers in Texas were continuing to rise after I, dropping I all that. the restrictions. But I wouldn't say to build your thoughts based off that because I feel like that's you, a dangerous concept. Oh, no, no, no. Definitely does. don't build your thoughts. Right, right. But at the same time, like that is legitimate research and legitimate data. That you haven't looked at yet to see if they posted anything. Right. Very true. That's where, like, I had a, I had a girl that I, or I had uh, one of my friends that I was talking with, um, talking to me about like they like to party and they've still been going to smaller parties since COVID's been going on, and I was like, yeah, I get that, but you know, I don't feel like people really. We were talking about like some party that happened, some big party that got shut down around us, and I was like, yeah, I don't feel like people need that. Like, I get where like you want to party because you're young but you don't need to party and then their response was well some people just need that social interaction more than others and i was kind of like offended by this because it's (laughs) like i would love social interaction i would love to go to a concert i would love to go to a party i would love to go back home and see my family i would i need it for my soul but it's not the right thing to do right now it's I wouldn't not, miss, yeah, I for wouldn't me, as far it, in as my opinion, saying, in my personal ethics, it's not. I wouldn't go as far as saying it's something that they need. It's more so something that they want. Right. And that's where it's a need. I need this more than you. I need this more than you. And that's where it's like, no, I need that just as much. You know, you want that more. So you're going to do it no matter what. I mean, we're looking at having a party next uh, Friday to celebrate my birthday because my birthday's on Sunday. And we're only looking at having like maybe like 12, 13, maybe 14 people at that. And the plan is to have them spread out so that not all of us are confined in one space. And honestly, I'll tell you this because I I don't think it's going to happen because it wasn't going to work out or just it didn't work out that way. I got invited to go and I was going to try to go if I could get my vaccine by that time. But it didn't work out for me to get my vaccine by that time. So I just... And I want to go see my whole family and the whole aspect. So right. it's just, that's where it's the personal decision. And that's where I think COVID's really had to make us make those decisions too, because there's no clear defined law. This has all happened so fast. You mm-hmm. have to define, you have to take all this information, everything that's being fed to you, 
do the research and find out the science behind it and answer the questions for yourself of the situations you want to put yourself into and how you want to affect others. And my biggest motivation is that I would feel terrible if I infected an old person and killed them. So like that is my driving force behind the decisions that I make. Dude, I had this, I had that same mentality, even in reference to like me grabbing dinner with an old friend earlier today, like, because I was because because of like the stuff that happened two days ago, like, well, I guess technically yesterday at work that I got that I got a migraine and I had and I had to leave because I, I wasn't able to work. And because migraines are a symptom of COVID. And thankfully, I received my results earlier today at like three o'clock. It's unfortunate I didn't receive them at like 11. That'd have been nice to go in for a half a day. So, I mean, it is what it is. But I would have felt God awful if five o'clock rolled around and I still didn't have my results where our plan was to meet at the restaurant at six 30. I would have been calling my friend at five o'clock, even at six o'clock. I would have, well, five o'clock to let them know that I haven't gotten my results. Six o'clock. If I get my results, it's like, Hey, got my results. Nothing's stopping us. But I would have felt God awful if I went into this dinner and then got my results tomorrow that I'm positive. And now it's like, Hey, I didn't tell you at that dinner that, um, I may have been suspected for COVID and it turns out I do. And you gotta tell that whole restaurant. Yeah. For, uh, the right, Which, the right thing to thankfully, do would be to tell the whole restaurant. The, so the yeah. protocol, the restaurant, you have to like, you have a sign in sheet. So you put down your name, your phone number. Luckily the restaurant that we went to, the sign-in sheet only had three people written down. Two of them were myself and her. <laughs> so nice. they didn't see a lot of people, but it's regardless. And that's, and that's hard too, because you want to support your community. You want to support those local businesses. That's oh, absolutely. also the right thing to do is to keep the local businesses thriving. And the sushi was delicious. Who have taken care of you. You know what I mean? So that's where it's like, that's where there's almost uh, two different rights and wrongs that contradict each other. You have to weigh out which one's more you know what i mean like you have to work and take care of your family but you also have to try not to infect other people and you know go about it in the right way and we're playing such a tightrope because Mm -hmm. no one really knows exactly what to do and what should to do and like you know what i mean it and what's gonna happen with it about to be barbecue season and people everyone had barbecues this this could summer in a row could or could not be airborne so hopefully everyone has vaccines by at least May. Well, and that's what we're getting to. Hopefully, like, you know, I'm supposed to. I mean, it is at like, month, I think it know? is at like some like 900 million um, vaccinations that have been administered. That's phenomenal. And that's where it's like, I, I mean, I, I plan on getting mine this first month and then I'm going to come back home. And I'm going to make a whole big event of it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still going to be cautious so I don't spread it like by touching stuff. But it's like then I'll feel more comfortable coming home and like, I will oh, yes. be happy one, about like, it the whole time. I won't once, think about it. It's, it's going to be. Once the national threat is no longer a threat. Right. And then we can do a live uh, episode as well. Yeah. We'll get, we will get to, we will get to her garage and, and it'll we'll actually shoot oh, from Ma's garage. This is a thing too. And this is what I've talked about it with the parties, with the concerts, with everything else. It sucks to not be able to do it, but it makes the time when you do get to do it, that much more thrilling oh absolutely that much more enjoyable because you've had to wait you've had to be persistent you've had to put it off and it's just like i got it now 
Dude, Electric Forest is going to explode. <laughs> all music, all music venues are going to explode. That's the biggest thing I yeah. can complain about. I need to go to my concert. I, need to go, I get it. I get it. And I mean, to use the wrong. I never like, go to concerts on my own. I, like, I'm not <laughs> one that like, needs to go own. to a concert. Like, I enjoyed going to concerts to like support Mark when he was like performing. Like, I don't mind doing that. Like, I don't mind going to a to going to a concert to like support an artist that like I legitimately support, and that's how a lot of these people feel. Right. That was how they supported. That's people. true. That's true. That's very true. Supporting the arts and like giving mm-hmm. money to it. I definitely agree with that. And that's where even the concert that I've gone and have actually seen is people that I really care about or people that I've listened to for years. You know. Unless it was when you were younger, right? And yeah. you just well, went with family. Even yeah, even then though, it's still it was a lot of those. Something. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's like, like summer sell. Or if it's plan. random. Yeah, yeah, sometimes it would be yeah, random. So the, yeah, like, yeah. The, uh, like the public the public concerts, per se. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's a hard time, too. It's like the artists really struggled, you know, during this time because it's like I went and watched a dance crew recently who had to perform on in a parking garage wearing masks the whole time in, like, freezing cold temperatures like with their mask on, running around, wearing different costumes, changing costumes, doing full body movements on concrete because they still had to perform their art. They, it was, it was a compulsion. You know what I mean? It's a passion. It doesn't fucking matter. Rain, sleet or snow, they're going to do it. And that was fucking inspiring. Like I, I, the whole time I'm like, wow, this is impressive what they're doing. And I love the dance, but it was like, what you guys are putting up with just to put this on like I'm cold sitting in my car. Right, you're out there you. doing right. And you're out there doing this in a mask. And you know what I mean? And that's where it's like a lot of people want to say, Oh, I can't wear a mask because I can't breathe and I can't do this in my I job. And, and it's like do, they did it the whole time. You and know to, what I mean? To, to each their own. Some people they have like breathing issues that it is what it is. The like mouth breathers. <laughs> some people like some people. <laughs> put themselves through training through extenuating circumstances so that they can do those shows yeah that's where i feel like i've become kind of cynical on it and i very just very i mean think i just go straight to anger i mean also think i mean think about like like, cynical on cynical about like the nfl yeah like (laughs) contact sports (laughs) that's super true is that is that a bad thing is that the is that good? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's however your ethics align it. That's right. I mean, <laughs> if that's if that's my only version of cynicism is towards cynicism, I think I'm okay with that. Like, I'll be okay with that. Does that make you a hypocrite or not? Ooh, yes, it does. <laughs> it kind of does, <laughs> but, good, but it also makes you like hypocrite. an anti-hypocrite right. at the same time. Right. Like a vigilante. <laughs> exactly. A vigilante. You're fighting for a, what's a, right. <laughs> A vigilante and a culprit. (laughs) Are we moving to virtual communities as a society? They exist. Yeah, they already do. Like, if you live in different right. countries, everybody who's metalheads is only going to go to a metalhead forum, and you may be from whole different like, stands. Is that and, the way that we're migrating? I see it all the society, time. Though, like, like and especially, especially think about like games like Animal Crossing. 
that like right. pe- people right. legitimately have following there are a lot of like minecraft other things yeah. that people have like legitimate virtual worlds going on world of warcraft yeah. like legitimate sims. on sims legitimate online games that you can connect with other online players yeah Just live your whole life in there and there that what is the right and wrong in there you know what i mean because if you kill oh somebody they're going to respawn if you do this it's like gta online well, how do you- the point is to do as much wrong stuff as possible that's right. you're that doing is, it right some, some, <laughs> that is some people's stress relief yeah yeah no that's true that's true as long as it stays in the game right yeah, yeah and that's that's where i think that you know people fall into that with this is like is this a game? You know, is this all just a game that I can do whatever the hell I want and it doesn't matter? You guys and remember like, like that right. case like a while ago where those people that like attacked that older gentleman, then they were like, oh, we were we were playing Grand Theft Auto. That's been an excuse for a couple murders, like people hitting people yeah. and stuff too and just running them over. And it's like so dumb. And it's like where does like where does that right and wrong come from? You know? Like I, I mean, even right even think about like, even line, think about right? like things. Yeah. That are, even think about dumb things that like, like all it is is it just needs an online following. I mean, you guys were victims of the knockout game. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And like, oh, yeah. that wasn't fair to you guys. No, we didn't see anything from it. We didn't get anything good from it. You guys didn't do anything to ask for it. They just decided to make you victims. Yeah. And that's for a face. virtual community. Yeah. I, yeah, I still got, you know, soccer problems with my eyes. And that's four years later. You know what I mean? They no, affect- I meant that and was all just be- And it's all just because huh? these, these the kids reason. posted oh, videos yeah, 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 on that's World right. Star. People don't like this mug, you know. There's, there's on, one, yeah. An online <laughs> forum that multiple other users can see. Well, that's can access school shootings and stuff are becoming like that where there's literally people on different forums that are chat cheering people on when they say they're going to go shoot up a school they're like going for this new record and they're going to outdo these other school shooters like that's this community of just negativity that has started online and it's these people motivate each other to kill other people and like i mean i i get it to each their own but not when it affects others. That's the thing. Like my ethics but again, as long as it stays on there, right? You're involving other people's lives. What like, if it stays there? What if that stops a school shooting because someone talked about it on that forum? And they were able to express just... it in that kind of element. Exactly. They expressed it. They got see that's healthy. And they got I, it and out I would there. I would I would support that because that's healthy. But, it's like like, a murder writer. but when you're talking about going for like exactly. records of like people shot during school shootings, like that's where it's going too far. Right. You just say right. you're writing a book Th- then. Because that's then you're, because you're, you're putting lives, book. you're putting lives in jeopardy. It's where you direct that energy. You know what I mean? Are if you, you think like that. If you just write about it. Oh, if you write about it and you don't actually do it, then that's different. I'm talking about the people that's that actually do it exactly that's what i'm saying you know if if being able to write about it freely you know without judgment yeah yeah which i mean instead of actually doing i guess at that at that point when you're writing it down it comes down to like the context and like what you're writing about in terms of like who decides like if they're going to support you or if they're going to like try and stop you or if they're going to 
What about horror movies where they're all about killing people and people love it? People love Michael movies and Jason movies. And oh, yeah. That person's got to be pretty problems. fucked up Those to write a story about how classic. someone's killing him and cutting their guts out. But it's the all gorier fiction. the better. Exactly. It's but all... someone has maybe, to think that. You know what I mean? Maybe that has to be someone's thing. mindset. Maybe, maybe these weird thoughts going through that mind are just, okay, you're supposed to be turning this into a movie and not actually acting on it in your own school. Right. I mean, like, you just didn't know even, how to express that. I mean, even points in my life right now, like, I'll be just like passing through places, and like, I've seen hostile, so I've seen messed up things, and just like flashes of like this building that I just passed could be a hostel, or this building that I passed could be a place that people are getting taken advantage taken advantage of. Like, you just don't know these days. Don't you do some deep thinking on your walks? I never <laughs> I think of some crazy of that, things. But when I, I when I'm, right I'm especially when I well, I mean, I work in Detroit, so I drive. I mostly drive on the highway, but like driving around like places, like especially when I was working at, at the other place that um when I was uh <clears throat> setting up setting appointments for car dealerships, and I was going through an area to like a subway to get like sandwiches and stuff. So the chances of that being true are much more likely because you have a much more there's more people, more options, more options for fucked up shit to happen. More so, opportunity. Very, yeah. Very. Yeah. And nowadays, a lot of the, a lot of people feel like they decide their own ethics and they decide their own justice, which I mean, you do. A lot of, I mean, at the end of the day, it's your choice. It's all however you feel and how you align. But at the end of the day, you abs- you you have to understand that you can only be so much that it's not just you're like you are not god and you should not believe that you are god that you are almighty that you are untouchable and understand that other people on this world also are not god and also are not untouchable and just make the best of being in that being with that person or if the person you don't support then don't be with them. But, but even don't those, kill them. even those established judgments, though, that they've passed down by governments, you know, aren't always. They're not always so black and white and perfect. Like we have old laws in the books that are like, don't eat an ice cream cone on a sidewalk on a Sunday after three o'clock. You know, what I mean, there's shit that just doesn't make sense, and that's the same thing personally with like cannabis. It's like. I've smoked cannabis since I was 16. You know what I mean? Like I didn't ever hurt anybody while on it. I never mm-hmm. affected anybody negatively to my knowledge while on it. But for me, it worked and I enjoyed it more than drinking. And I always felt like a criminal or a degenerate, you know, where I came from for smoking cannabis. And it's something because, I enjoy. It's because the way that we were brought up, it was always... Well, it's illegal. Down it's illegal. You were was, a criminal. It's a felony. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Oh, like, it's oh, like, like this but is now it's something. okay. But now well, government five, says ten, in certain five, states, ten years ago, okay. dispensaries, like you say, are they then they didn't exist five, no. 10 years ago when we're just buying it now, like normal, we were like getting it from the guy that we know, like, <laughs> like my guy, it, like, um, like my dealer per se. So, mm-hmm. and like everyone had a guy or a girl or what a person. So nowadays, not everyone needs to have a person because anyone that is of age can go to a dispensary that's recreational and will allow you in. That's where you have to like reflect your personal ethics against the ethics that you're being asked to follow, because like, that's how we can also eliminate, you know, laws that are like racist and discriminating too, because it's like, 
just because that's how it's always been doesn't mean that's how it's will always will be. You know what I mean? And we can further like look into some of these things and understand, well, why did we make this law? Or at least why is this a thing? You know what I mean? Like, let's explore it a little bit more. If not the way that it will always be the way that it always has to be. What do you mean? Like in terms of like laws being set, like you just said, like laws being set as the way they were at the time that they were set, but then things changing, things evolving. Oh, they're not, they're not written in stone. Right. They're not permanent. We're not right. Nothing, nothing carving this into someone's Nothing is written in stone anymore per se. Anything can be edited. Anything can be erased and anything can be redone. (laughs) Tell some people that, (laughs) you know, majority of things. All right. Some people are so you set can't, in those laws. You can't or take away life. Use them. You, you cannot take away life and bring it back. We are not to that point yet. Right. You know, and that's where it's just, it's, it's dangerous to be able to just sit there and write laws and be able to like, that's where it's like, if money is writing the laws, then it's not personal ethics anymore. It's laws written to value those businesses and value that money to procure more money. It's not personal ethics. It's not, well, that'd like be that'd justice. be like that'd be like our uh, like that'd be like That's our where government. Money is cloudy that'd day. be like our government coming out and saying that every U.S. citizen is mandated to spend at least five hundred dollars a month on small businesses in the in the local in your in your local community, and that's a, and it's actually tracked so that they can make sure that you are spending at least every citizen in that area is at least spending that 500 that's pumping into that community so that community is actually grow is proven to have a growth fund per se it would be unethical because some people can't necessarily afford $500 a month at a small business like they have to like buy their own make their own in order to survive right and at the end of the day it could be seen as more ethical because then you are supporting your community. You are supporting your local neighbor and you are actually helping like the, like the actual society that you are a part of. So that's where it could be seen in one light and it could be seen in another. It all just depends on the context behind the reason. Well, there's two where sides coming there's from. two sides to every story, right? There's three every sides to every story. Is some, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. We've been through this. We have. Everyone's hero is someone else's villain. Yes. Every Everyone's hero can be someone else's villain. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say they are every time, but they definitely can be. Like, I look up to Snoop Dogg, but some other people may not for reasons. And to each right. them, I have my reasons as well. Well, that's because you morally the people you look up to, you will usually more morally align with your ethics, more match their ethics. So you're like, Oh, we can get along because yeah, we yeah. value you, the same. You have a we... similar interest per se. And that's why you want to show your support per se. Right. Connection, right. That's how I think we value or establish our ethics too, is like our interactions with friendships and the people we keep around us, you know, like do unto others as you wish them to do upon to you. And, you know, or that's, maybe how you should i don't know there's no should in anything but um you know what i mean if you learn your ethics by treating your friends the ways that you want to be treated and that back and forth and having their honest feedback on how that made them feel you know what i mean like we don't know every every down the road aspect of our interactions and how they're going to affect other people so it's like you can't just build your ethics out of you can't go into a cave and build your ethics is what i'm trying to say you need other people right. to help you build your ethics Right, right. Because the people are what keep you in check. That's how you build your ethics in the first place. 
Otherwise, what's the point of ethics? I did this and it pissed you off. Oh, I did this and it didn't piss you off. That's okay. more appeasing. Yeah, yeah, I like mm -hmm. that. And even if it doesn't fit into your ethics, it may be establishing the etiquette of ethics with how you interact with that person individually, right? Right, because it could be a personal flaw or something from their past or some kind of thing that makes them act in that way. So if you care about them enough and still want to have those interaction with them, you might have to put your ethics aside to say, well, yeah, normally everybody else I would treat like this, but I understand there's underlying circumstances. So I have to interact with this person differently. Right. All based off of all of our own little individual quirks, how they interact with each other. And conversing, asking questions, at telling yep. that you're bothered, say, you know, being honest with people about when you're bothered. And, you know, that's something that I didn't do for a long time is I always wanted everybody to be happy. So I would never call out people when they were doing stuff that wasn't making me happy. And I would just get upset about it. It catches and up it, to you after a while. It, it does. Oh, yeah. you, you have to let people know where you stand on your ethics and what's right and wrong and when stuff is valued, because it's like, you're not only like lowering your, your value of yourself, you're not giving them a perfect, you're not giving them the you're not setting a standard for how you want to be treated. And if they keep doing it to you, it's on you because you've never taught them that that's not okay. You know? See, like I think about it, like the younger form of me would probably think negatively on me saying that it's very naive in believing that you can make everyone happy. But at the end of the, but at the same time, like, like three, four, seven years ago, that was our mindset. We just, we tried to be the best people that we could be so we could make everyone happy. Like we tried to live a life of no regrets, no enemies made. At the end of the day, things are going to happen that are outside of your control. And if you just let those things be outside of your control, they don't affect you. Then just accept that you can't necessarily make everyone happy. Even the people that you like you make someone specifically like you like you do something for someone and then someone else feels that you favored that person so now that person that you helped likes what you did you helped them but now this other person has a level of resentment towards you and that's not that's not what your intention was you didn't even know that this person needed help with something I get that. For and every I agree. positive action, there's an equal and opposite negative reaction. Yes. Yeah. You don't forget that message, though. Don't forget what that young you wanted, though, is to make everybody happy because you can still oh, no. try. I mean, you I don't think, have to fix, and everybody I mean, doesn't have to end up. That's happy. What, I think that's where but, I've but, adapted it to where I still want to try and help as many people as I can, but the people that I help are people that are actually willing to receive the help. Like, right. I'm not just helping any, like, the, like, like that guy at the gas station, he didn't like, he didn't ask for me to go above and beyond just saying, yes, I think it's a cool idea. I didn't have but, to, but sometimes, and, because, and because I did, right. it went too far and he didn't know what to do. But sometimes we have to help people and not always, and you can be overstepping your bounds, but sometimes we do need to help people who don't know they need help. You know, reach That's out to true. the people who need help the most because they're so been, distracted by something and else. You have been seeing that a lot, especially on Facebook, like the whole mental aware, like mental health awareness that has really grown as a result of COVID because a lot of people being cooped up with themselves 
have really had some thoughts about themselves. And this mental health awareness has been huge to see because it's been something that hasn't really been talked about. Like five, seven years ago, mental health was not really talked about at all. And there was yeah, so COVID many distractions, was a big so many experiment. other different things that it was like, how could you not be happy? But people were still committing and people were still unhappy for whatever reason. And then COVID happened and just made it four times worse. Yeah, it's it's with people who think different too in mental health as well, you know, and to check on those people and to stay close to them, but also on people who think differently than you. Like if like for racists, for example, nobody likes, well, some people like racists, if you're racist, I guess, but most people don't like racists. And it's like, if you completely separate yourself and never let yourself around racists and completely push them away, what's going to happen? All the racists are going to go over here and feed off each other. And everybody else is going to go off here and feed off each other. Like, and that's, how, to, and, and that's how you have the beginning of a civil war. Right. But, but that's, you don't, you don't, you don't need to do that. If you can, no, if you can, I'm, if you can I'm keep not saying yourself, that that's a good thing. If you can keep yourself over here with them, like if you can keep yourself, you can understand that you don't agree with them. You can understand that your away. ethics don't. Yeah. yeah. And just be there to listen and ask questions ask questions to further their their thoughts, to ask questions to be that. And it's like, so they may not be asking for a lesson, but if you're ethics enough, like do something about it, but it's how you do it. Because if you preach, then you're going to shut them down and they're going to push even further away. If you're cognitive enough to realize that they are just looking for a second person rather than someone that they're trying to push their agenda. Right. Just a conversation, just a, right. just a conversation between people. No, like, no. And then and, and at that point, you're absolutely right because you don't want to necessarily isolate this person away and you want to still involve this person. You just don't want this person to feel like they are personally attacked per se. Right. It goes back to, we need other people to establish our ethics. And if you don't surround yourself with people with better ethics or put yourself around other people who might need that in, that influence or inspiration. You know what I mean? Just your actions alone, just being around them and acting in a certain way. You don't have to tell them. You don't have to do something, but you pick up litter. Every single time that you see litter when you're out with your friends, they might start picking up litter because they're like, wow, like they go out of their way every single time to do that. You know what I mean? Like you can influence through actions. You don't have to just tell people mm-hmm. how to live their life to influence. All it is is one little action that compounds over time. It's the compound yeah. effect. And that comes from character. It's that you're doing it because you're doing it. It's because who you are. And that's naturally going to influence other people. Mm-hmm. I can definitely, I can definitely agree with that. Because then that's like you having the best in that you having the right intentions in mind. And then it's up to them to continue how they perceive. Right. And the then people who them. resent you for that, what do they have to resent? But something good happened, right? Those big, well, those big you, you evil corporations. How dare you not litter in our in our yard? <laughs> that's free right. marketing. When people see our wrappers on the ground, that's free marketing. That is literally <laughs> how big corporations look at that, though. Dude, nope. That's why they don't make as much big efforts in terms of like stopping littering. They're like, bro, that's three, or decomposable like, or re- yeah. If, if oh, they're gonna see our packages are gonna look dirty and like disintegrated when someone sees it. We I'm not even gonna lie. Like as as often as I see trash and I'll see like a Cheetos bag, and it makes me hungry for Cheetos. Dude, dude, no lie. Like, like it's like, finest. Ugh. 
Like I will literally, I will see that trash. If it's in my vicinity, I'll pick up that trash and I'll be like, man, I'm hungry for Cheetos now. Well, and what you see more of, it's like, I see more Coke cans than I see Pepsi cans. Oh, Coke must mm-hmm. be doing better. That's a subconscious priming in the brain. You know what I mean? Like, Connecting could the dots. do something to that too. Yeah, I think it's I think it's crazy that like I've been to so many different places that have had like recycling, and at work we don't recycle. Really, we don't have paid recycling here. That was weird. Like, you don't you don't get money for your cans and stuff. Uh, oh, yeah, that's very yeah. interesting to learn about. That like yeah. Michigan has paid recycling. Right. And people, some people still recycle here. A lot of people do because some people are more eco-friendly, but some people still don't. Some people don't even know what to recycle or what and just throw everything away. And, and I literally it, find myself at work going through so and like reaching in the garbage. It was so weird when I went to Ohio. I'm not going to lie. That's how I <laughs> like, am. Literally yeah. like at the restaurant and they just took all the bottles and like threw them away. And I'm just like, you guys don't, ret- you guys don't return those for deposit. They're like, we don't have that here. And I'm like, why? They don't give us money. So why should we do it? <laughs> yeah, literally. I was like, I thought you I thought recycle I thought reduce reuse recycle was universal, but again, apparently it's not. Well, unless you incentivize me. Why why? You know? And it's because, that, it it's because that stuff will just, just me. it'll just pile up because no one is like I guess like mm-hmm. back in the day, like China and other countries were buying our recycling, but they're not anymore because of the virus <sighs> and stuff. Even with that, though, I, I found this out recently. People, countries will buy our recycling, and if people, if these states don't look into who's buying our recycling, they'll literally buy our recycling, get money for taking it in, and they just throw it out on the beach, throw yeah. it out in the ocean, yeah, throw literally. it out on their property, and they just throw it up into a big old pile and don't actually take care of it. And we just, we just paid them money so we could ship them garbage to just litter it somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, that's all wanna, we're doing. They wanna, because they want to pay well, we, we us for our garbage. We did, we did it. You know, I mean, no, that's, you, can you imagine yeah. like every household <laughs> has an assigned place that their garbage goes? What? If every household, like something like, like you're saying, like if every household, like you, when you threw out your garbage, threw out your recycling, whatever, and you knew where in the world it was going to go. Ooh, you had trackers on it. Like, like where's where's George? Almost to but... a level of like you had trackers on it, but it's just <laughs> something that like before it was established that like you know, like it was like it's it's like in paper that like your trash and your recycling specifically goes to this city in this facility of this country. That would be interesting. You you can kind of do that yourself, depending on how much stuff you can like. But when no one's buying yourself. the recycling, then it's just sitting. Right. Well, and that's the thing is, or if it's going to the right places, you have to, you know. Like I thought, it was, I thought it was it. crazy when at first, like when COVID started talk, like started have when COVID was a thing, and they were talking about like people and their masks being an issue because like people weren't like oh. snipping the snip, snipping the uh, the ties of the masks, and I'm thinking to myself like, how are those masks still in this country? And it's because no other countries are buying our recycling and no other countries are buying our trash right now. Well, I'm surprised they're even in the trash with all the freaking masks I see laying on the ground. Like that's, that's a new year thing from well, COVID. That, it's I mean, like how many freaking masks you oh, see just oh, laying know, everywhere. Right? It's not, I, it's more like, ma- I see it's more not needles masks. anymore. In, no, fact, it's, in fact, uh, we, we pick up more masks from our yard. Uh, and that yeah, right there, it's I, just I, I, like, I, I, dude. I, I put a glove on and I throw that shit away. That's you not holding yourself responsible for it's like the mask isn't to protect you. 
The mask is a social agreement to protect other people around you. You know what I mean? You're saying I'm not, if I'm accidentally contaminated, I'm not spreading to the rest of the people by wearing this mask. And, and then you're going to take lot, it and just time, throw it. Especially you know? with us living on a main road, the masks that are getting blown in are from like getting blown out of cars, blown out of like, they're still not taking care of that. You know what I mean? Like if they were, if they were, if they were treating it like a biohazard, like piece of equipment, which it is, uh, they wouldn't saying. just let it fly out the window. They wouldn't I just, see. they would take it and put it where it should go. And that's in the garbage. And that's in some place where it's not going to go on to other people. And, Cause if you pick up that out of your garbage and it has COVID on it, because that person has been constantly, but then what, COVID do, but then what do you do about the mask that flies out from the garbage truck? They need better garbage trucks that don't have that shit happening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? That's accountability on their part to make sure that garbage. I hate when I see that when I'm driving behind a garbage truck and it's just like fucking shit going left and right. Like, what? You're losing half your load, dude. You're going to be empty by the time you get to the freaking. Right. We're going to, you're just going to be picking up the same load next week and everybody else's garbage as they pick it up out of their yards. Like, you get the same magazine the the same cover and you're just like <laughs> same resume, piece of gum stuck to it <laughs> resume the resume like reading it like okay i left off oh here. i didn't get okay. to finish that article yeah, <laughs> that's the garbage you do my sudoku boys charge all right where did i lose it this time oh, where God. did it end up you get the privilege of deciding our definition of ethics but we have to keep others in consideration as we do so we are also lucky to ha- take into consideration the conditions as well as the context behind the situation in terms of determining the ethics and justice from said situation. Remember, you need to find the context yourself. You can't just rely on the context you get from others. So remember, it's up to you to do the right thing. Think of your ethics. Think about what you want to teach your child. Do you want to show them that wasting time is the right thing to do, going through hardship? Or are you going to get down to justice and handle your returns and exchanges before it's too late? Choice is yours. Thank you. And from Maz Garage, Kev. Correct. Smokey. And I'll be. He's got a point. So remember. Oh shoot! Hold on. Let me put it back in. Uh, <laughs> he was on a roll. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Damn it! I was <laughs> He's like, I'm finally gonna do it. No, I didn't know what I was gonna do. <laughs> Sometimes that's the best. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> so remember, do the ethical thing. Save your child's time and pain, and take care of your returns and exchanges at justice now. Before you're forced to do it online. <laughs> oh, I could well, lock it up. I'm sorry. You're going to have to do that one more time. No, that's right. I don't know if that's, I can. Oh, I don't know if I can, man. Uh, I'm sorry. I should have locked Especially it up. Especially once better. you started laughing. I, I thought I, I was This, I really this made me think about better. something the other day where it's like, we probably never see the most funniest um, scenes from movies because they're always probably cut out because all the other actors are laughing. Ooh, so well, the best, funniest scene is always that, cut. That'll be in the bloopers. All right. All right, so Kelly, you have to do it again. Okay, hold on. You go. What? All you have to do is say an audio. It'll hone on you. Uh, right, so, right. 
but I want it to be silent. Like I think that's the beauty is the silence. Like Kevin said, I where it's just exactly. So you can oh, it. I get what you're that's saying. What Don't move my lips. I yes. okay. Tell me that. <laughs> I'm not that smart. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That's why that's why I, like, I just I, 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 I gave an example. Okay. I didn't necessarily tell uh, I gave an example. Uh, mm, uh, just clicking. Uh, uh, you can see that. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I'm in the yellow box. Okay. I like that. But wasn't this supposed to be the intro where it's just 20 seconds long for all three parts? Like where oh, we just shoot. <laughs> I went right into the episode. You did. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. You're supposed to lead in with your question. Serious <laughs> question. <laughs> that was, that, uh, I was going to use that as my serious question. Was, I don't feel like that was a question. What did you say? I don't know. Probably not. I don't question. think it was a question. I yeah. think you no, just like, defined something. Or you, clear. Well, <sighs> I have to find my, do you have to go potty? Is that what you need? Do you need that from me? Do you need to go outside? You going to go potty? You're the one just asking to take your dog outside. Do you have to take yeah. the dog out real quick? I don't even care. We had fun with this, so I fucking don't even yeah. give a shit how it looks. I feel good. I feel, I feel good about that one. Oh, oh my lanta.